This is Amalia Eon Karras. This is Satya. And you're listening to, to Love, Love, Sex, and, and the, the Hidden, Hidden Agenda. Agenda. Our podcast was created with the sole intention to release toxic shame, illuminate our shadow nature, and expose the mysterious entities that feed off our most precious life force, our sexual energy. To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com. Let's dive in. Hello. So. <laughs> so how's it going? You? Great. Fantastic. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm uh, just kind of tapping into like the energies of this new year and it's just, you know, it's heavy, right? People are kind of trudging through stuff and, and um, I don't think it's gonna, you know, just kind of be gone and, um, as easy as it has been like in other beginnings of years <laughs> it seems like it's a different year are, yeah yeah it seems like people are really like being called to you know this is okay changes changes really really here you know really really what can you not just not tolerate anymore or not do anymore and and having to kind of navigate it almost feels like um like thick thick and heavy uh, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's, it's good stuff. It's necessary. It's, it's, uh, you know, it has to happen. Right. But I just feel like everyone is in some kind of thickness. Does that make sense? Kind of. I think I understand what you're saying. I'm, I'm sensing it like, um, it's like do or die moments or liberation stuff. Like I feel that everybody's been pushed so far and pushed and pushed. And it's like, we have to understand what we're doing here at this time. This is my perspective because um, otherwise we're just going to be absolutely miserable. <laughs> you <laughs> might as well just like roll over and kill yourself because like if you're if you're just listening to the news and you're just kind of going along with the collective conscious flow you're going to go mad it's insane out there like you can't tap into anything that is consistent and like with one sort of uh, message I think everything is a contradiction there we're living a paradox Um, you know it's being polarized people are getting like very radical with their views and then they're getting super confused like they go out on a limb and then a piece of information drops in and they're like kind of spinning out but they're grasping because it felt good at one time and it might not work anymore and so I think that's happening and inside us personally in our relationships it's happening in our companies and business structure like things that used to work don't work anymore Like if you were on the fad of, you know, social media and all this, you know, ooh la la, it's like suddenly it doesn't feel good anymore or we're we're questioning things at a different level. And I think a lot of the illusions are kind of like, you know, falling away quite quickly and it's creating some people are like finding themselves stuck in the mud like oh my god like if this isn't real then what or if this isn't true then what can I trust and oh my god that person is now vaxxed or that person is not vaxxed you know like that's kind of a big (laughs) a separation and you know I know family members that aren't talking to each other and they're not no longer able to see each other 
because of this, like they just completely like, you're not allowed home for Christmas. You're not allowed in the house until you get vaxxed. And, yeah. and it's just wild what I'm like sensing and feeling. And I think it's caused everyone to dig in deeper to like their unchangeable state, like the part of them that's like, Hey, no, this is me. This is where my truth lies. And I'm not budging because if we don't do that I think that we don't know what's real anymore like if we don't really anchor deep inside ourselves like you're gonna just get in the chaotic whirlwind and everything and everyone and anyone you allow will spin you out yeah yeah that that is beautiful and at the same time on another level it's almost like things are easy like can be much easier than we might make them um and maybe they're just could be so good or so easy <laughs> that you know if we try to keep doing the old the old way or what we did before that worked it's it's just not going to work or if we just don't believe like there's some things that are so good for me right now that I'm just kind of like can I allow this and and can I keep you know following that um, you know, is this real? Could this be real? You know, after just decades, what feels like decades of uh, having to like not... challenge and grief and struggle and survival yeah. or something. Yeah, I know. And I see that over and over. And I, I asked myself that too, like, can we allow ourselves to just, you know, be at peace in ourselves, allow the goodness to come, allow ourselves to uh, receive you know, that which we're, you know, craving or like calling forth and just let it allow ourselves to have it. Because I think that's part of like, I don't know, maybe the biggest piece of it. Otherwise, like we just sabotage, sabotage <laughs> and keep it away and keep focusing on the negative and the struggle and the challenge and don't actually like allow yeah. all the goodness that's right there. I love that I, to see you shining and glowing in your beauty <laughs> and goodness and all and like receiving allowing yourself to have the love and and the connection it's awesome oh thank you yeah it's pretty pretty miraculous miracles happen <laughs> yeah and i think all we need to do is just like enjoy it be grateful for it and and let it be because we all know we live in change change is constant it might change on a dime. You never know what the, you know, government or the weather or something is going to happen in your network and, and throw it off balance. So why not, you know, just let yourself be happy when you're happy, be sad when you're sad, like move through your process and not try and like control it all. We try and control everything, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what's been coming up for you? Like, what's... Well, it's interesting because I, I just checked the calendar and I saw that this episode is going to air on Groundhog Day and I'm laughing because that's what's coming up for me. I feel like I'm having a Groundhog Day moment where it's like, uh, and someone very rightly um, reflected back to me, this girl, Quinn, who was in my mastermind, she said, oh, you're having a, a Saturn return of your business. And I said, oh, is that what's happening? Huh. And I, and it just kind of clicked something into place. So thank you, Quinn, if you're listening, but um she clicked something into place for me because I realized that what's happening for me is, you know, okay, so 20 years ago, I was, um, you know, on top of my game working in tech and artificial intelligence and working with the world's best of the best, you know, and I felt great. Uh, 
on, on every level. Like I felt seen, I felt acknowledged. I felt like I was giving my gifts at the highest level. And I, I just felt I'm doing something important. Right. And like my work matters. And, and then, you know, a lot of things had life happened. A lot of trauma happened, a lot of death happened, blah, 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 blah. And I found myself um, having to play small and small and small and fit in a box and hide and run and like really run for my life because, you know, the death threats were, were real. The death attempts were real and it caused a lot of PTSD and it took me in another journey. And I loved that journey. But in the midst of that, I, you know, when I moved to India in 2009, um, I erased myself from the internet. I, I went by the name Amelie. Um, which later, a few years later, became Amalia. <laughs> but uh, I went by that to be unknown, to, to, to erase Eon, to, to, to hide and not stand out. I wanted to hide. I wanted a, a familial name. So Amalia is the name of my great-great-grandmother, who my grandma said I should have been named after, but wasn't. And um, I was, she was speaking to me from the other side. And it was like this way to protect myself and I needed it. And it helped me. It helped me um, remove my ego because I was getting beaten down by what was happening in the world and how, you know, people stole um, my projects from me. Uh, you know, like I had a lot of bad things happen. Some of what I talk about in previous episodes, if you're curious, but um, I found that I had to like, I just wanted to not be known, not be seen, like just use the name Amelie, Amelia. It, it's a sweet name. It's my family name. Nobody's going to question it. It's not going to trigger anyone or, or push anyone's buttons. You know, how can you resist Amelia? Amelia is just the, the meaning to me. It's like the unspoken um, sound of love. Mm -hmm. And, and it was a name, you know, my, my name's Eon. My soul name is Eon. And when I was working in Japan uh, 20 years ago with my Japanese teacher, um, he gave me the, the kanji to Eon, uh, which is a big honor if a Japanese uh, person gives you kanji for your name as a foreigner, because our names are spelt in um, katakana. So the Japanese have three alphabets, hiragana, katakana, and kanji. And Katakana is the, uh, the alphabet for foreign names. So normally, if you were to write my name in, uh, in Japanese, you would use katakana and it would be spelled out phonetically. But he gave me the kanji, which is the you know, ancient Chinese symbols. And each symbol has a meaning and it's carefully selected. And when you get a kanji name, it's like you're accepted as Japanese, right? So it was a big deal for me to receive this name from him. That's why I've like tattooed it on me <laughs> um, wow. because it... It, he, it's like he renamed me um, as the sound of love. So the kanji he selected was, was the sound of love. And Amalia was for me that unspoken sound. Anyway, it was like a way for me to kind of hide under, um, hide in the sense of I could protect my soul, protect like what I'm really here to do because Eon is my mission. It's my purpose. It's like really what calls me into action. And Eon is also has a bit of a mouth and an attitude and it's not, she doesn't waver, you know, like when I'm standing in my soul essence, I don't take shit, you know, but 
um, Aaliyah just kind of gives that softer uh, approach. Mm -hmm. So when I started teaching spiritually, I chose to use that name because I didn't want my ego to get inflated. And I didn't want anyone who was working under me to call me by my soul name. I wanted them to use Amalia as, as the sound that just get, reflects back, right? It, it doesn't need, there's nothing to attach to. Right. And so I do feel like I'm having this kind of like um, groundhog resurgence, whatever Saturn return moment of like, remembering like all of me coming back into wholeness in a different way like I've been doing all this work to uh you know really own who I am and what I'm here to do but now it's like okay going back to where it started from and combining all my skills so you know I started in tech and business consulting and working with you know world leaders and the best engineers and really intelligent people. And then I started, uh, I went into farming and I was working with farmers and then it was into spiritual teaching. You know, it was like, I started working with all different types of people. And, and then in the writing the book and doing the school, I was working more with just spiritual seekers and people who um, were thinking about finding their purpose. And now it's like, I really want to focus back on, no, I need my collaborators. Where are my peers? Like, we got to get our hands dirty. There's a lot to do here. This is the time where uh, we can't just stand by and wait for government mandates. Like, we have to just build the world we want, period, through our business, through our offerings, through. So I'm really like going back to what I used to do professionally, mm -hmm. like working with those types of people and, um, making sure that we're leading from a place that's cohesive and coherent and um, human, right? Because I think that we've been, people in tech who've been in tech for a long time, you, you, you lose your humanity at some level. You're on the computer all day, we become robotic. We, we only communicate through text and emails and then face-to-face, -face, like a lot of engineers, they, they really struggle with social anxiety, um, people in big teams are working for like startup tech companies. They really struggle uh, with work-life balance, with just like getting outside and in the air and, and their family and their relationships. And I feel like now I'm, it's like a moment where I get to go back to sort of my roots to the beginning, maybe back to San Francisco. I'm not sure what's happening, but I feel it. Like I feel this thing it's like a rebirth of my own self from a different time. So it's weird. Um, I'm also going to be 50 this year. So it probably has something to do with it. <laughs> well, you know, this is reminding me of um, a little bit of, but of course, on another level entirely, but of one of our earlier episodes about uh, how we kind of come full circle when we're women, you know, or I'm sure for men too, but when you, you know, your mid forties, fifties, all of the things that, uh, like we were a way, we were a certain way in our twenties, you know, and then, and then some of that had to be kind of, I think disowned or set aside, or we had to morph into other things in our thirties, whether that was, you know, we had to work our fingers to the bone or we were having children or we were, you know, trying to create like, and then it's kind of like, I feel like there, there, we almost do have to step into 
being different in a way. And then I feel like when we get back to this part of life, it's kind of like the harvest, like, like we get to kind of gather all the fruit together. That's been I love that. different things that have been planted and different things, you know, now we get to kind of like the bounty, make the bounty. Like we need, we need to harvest it all to, to create the bounty that's coming next kind of it's, it's like, so that, that kind of reminds me of, of that because it's true. I mean, I see, I know I'm doing it myself. I know you're doing it. I know people I love are in that, in that, um, feeling, you know, that it, it it's time to, I don't know. I mean, what, what can you do? <laughs> you have to, you explore all these different parts of yourself. I mean, for me, I, I've, I've lived a life of adventure and exploration. I think everyone has, you know, everyone has a story. Everyone has a beautiful um, journey that they've been on. And when you get to this age, it's awesome because if you've been, you know, aware, and if you've been like a, tr a true traveler, I mean, you get to kind of, you have to, it's not even a choice you have to bring it all together into a whole, into a whole. Yeah. I, well, I, I'm feeling really called. I'm also feeling called to like be called Eon again. <laughs> I'm sort of, people keep calling me Amalia or Amelie, you know, and of course I have many names and th those are me too, aspects of me, but I find like when when people call me Eon, like I had a friend here visiting uh, recently and I've known her for 30 years and to be called Eon again, it was like coming home. It was such a nice, I felt like, wow, she knows me. Like she knows me, like all mm -hmm. of me, like not just this one aspect of me. Um, so I, I feel this emergence with kind of merging my worlds again, business-wise. Um, with the business and the spiritual work and the mysticism and this full consciousness, full spectrum of me that, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm just happy to, to have my old friends around and, uh, also want to introduce myself to all of you as Eon and that, that is me. That is my real name. That's my legal name. <laughs> I'm happy to be called it. And, uh, it's not that I don't want to be called Amalia anymore, but uh, I will be introducing myself as Eon and you'll see she's a lot more bold and fierce and decisive and um, yeah, maybe a little harsh for some, but ref refreshing for others. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of like you went off and explored this other side in order to become more balanced, you know? And, yeah, it was um, a balance. Yeah. And now that you've had that balance, that it's going to be off balance if you stay with that, if you stay with only Amalia, which I always thought Eon was a badass name. And I think like right when I met you, you were Eon, but I think you were. Yeah. Uh, but then you started working with me yeah. and then we, yeah, we shifted mm -hmm. because, you know, it's like um, Marianne said to me, she's like, are you in the witness protection program? Like what's going on? And <laughs> I love her. And I was just like, thank you. Because yes, actually I put myself in the witness protection program because I was like really needing to protect Eon, you know? So I used Amalia for a long time to, to keep Eon safe, you know, to keep it 
to, to be off the grid, to not be found on the internet, to not be stalked because I have, and I've had a lot of weird shit come after me and um, I'm not scared anymore. Like I feel that I finally have this like warriors, warriors of men, warriors of female warriors that are standing alongside me that won't let bad things happen to me again. Mm-hmm. So I, and I feel like more of you are coming and I feel that everyone who's listening to this episode right now is one of my warriors. And I'm just so happy to know you all and to have you in my life because man, things are dark out there. And sometimes we don't know who our allies are. And I just have no more time and bandwidth to waste on people who are trying here to like knock people down or are jealous or are scared of other people stepping into their power. Like I'm here to lift everyone up and to be lifted and to be seen and acknowledged because we have shit to do. This isn't a popularity contest. It's not about who's better than the other one. It's has nothing to do with that. We all need to shine and expand and, and just be, be ourselves, be loved in that and acknowledged in that. Um, And I don't, you know, this is kind of, you'll hear more about this in the coming episodes as I Mm -hmm. like divulge more of what, what I'm working on, but I just want to collaborate with peers. Like it's about locking arms, not pyramids. It's about circles, not triangles, you know? So yes, I feel good. Cool. And I am Eon. Nice to meet (laughs) (laughs) y'all. And no, I don't have multiple personality disorder. It was <laughs> it was not a split in personality. It was I am. It's not a borderline personality disorder. <laughs> no, it was all on purpose, and maybe we should talk about that in another episode. We'll talk about that in another episode. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Sanjay. Thanks, Ian. Okay. See you next time. To learn more about our life-enhancing courses and transformational retreats, visit knowtheself.com.